Welcome to She Magic, the podcast. Today, I have a conversation about comparison and self-love by one of my dearest friends. Her name is Venetia Kakusha. I don't know about you, but comparison is, <laughs> as they say, the greatest enemy, um, one of the greatest enemies to human wellness. It is the thing that catches you and then it comes with its its sisters and brothers, envy, jealousy, greed. And as I was reflecting on this conversation that I am having with Venetia, first of all, I just have to say that she is amazing. Her story is so inspiring. She has been putting the work in to heal herself and to heal other people through her music, but also to just undo the narrative of comparison that she picked up from her childhood. So, you know, that, that thing that our parents used to do that <laughs> where you brought in your report card home and, you know, you are compared to the neighbor's child or the child of your parents' friends from church or something like that. Um, essentially we grew up in a very, in, in, in a space where there was a lot of comparison. We were compared to, we were compared to other children a lot. Our performance, um, our level of dutifulness, <laughs> our discipline. We were just compared a lot. Comparison is not that thing that you, you tell people that, oh my gosh, you know what? I was comparing myself to this person blah 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 it just happens you know it just happens subconsciously and then before you know it you're wanting something that they have or you're wanting to something <laughs> i don't know how it plays out in you but for me personally i have felt as a young adult the viciousness of comparison with my work with what i with what i get to do in the world with what i look like with and and then social media is not <laughs> helping you scroll through you scroll through your feed and it's just loads and loads and loads of amazing things that amazing people are doing and it's so easy to fall into the trap of comparison and to wonder oh my gosh what am i doing with my life <laughs> what am i doing with my life but it's interesting because given those people's lives, we wouldn't know what to do with it, right? We wouldn't know what to do with someone else's life. And I'd like to believe that the best version of ourselves starts to emerge when we are okay with where we are at, when we are okay with shutting our own parts and living our own truths. Let's dive into the conversation with Kakusha. It's a new series. I want to talk to more women. Um, and Kakusha, Kakusha and Asla are the first ones that I have brought to you and who have come and joined me on this journey. And I'm so excited to talk to more women and to get to hear our own stories. So here's Kakusha's story. Enjoy. Hello, people. Hi. With me here is my friend Venetia Kakusha recording with me the podcast. <laughs> Who is Venetia Kakusha? Venetia, I, I think I am. Um, I don't say I'm a student of life because so <laughs> <laughs> I am 
I'm a student <laughs> of life. <laughs> I'm a girl who's trying to find her way, mm-hmm. um, live as authentic as possible, and also be as intentional as possible. Yeah. I think one of the things I probably can describe myself as is a present person. I'm a present human mm-hmm. being in any space that I am. Yeah. Singer, songwriter. <laughs> I don't know if I should say marketer because I don't know what economics and statistics. <laughs> yeah, um, the yeah. yeah, what it like it gave us in terms of like what where we would be and stuff like that. But I've been doing a lot of business development and marketing in like mm-hmm. the corporate world, and yeah, I'm transitioning into code and just learning a few things here. You're I making the yes. you're making the transition from. From business development to coding yeah. and IT, and I like that you described yourself with a an adjective before something that you do. So like this, you are someone who's present, and you know mm-hmm. that about yourself. So what's the for you? What's important in terms of the work that you've been doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, not just corporately, but the work, the body of work from your music to your writing to your now the coding, the all the work that you do, all the things that you do and put out into the world mm-hmm. for money or otherwise, mm-hmm. um, what is most important? I think impact for me and that it resonates with people. Atakama, mm-hmm. it's one person. I feel like impact is what I go for and resonating with people, basically. Yeah. I, I, find, that, <laughs> I find that impact... Impact has become such a millennial thing. Like, <laughs> like, no offense to us, we are so cool though. But like, we are all wanting to make impact. Impact in um, society. Yeah, yeah, to change lives, to affect lives, which mm-hmm. makes us a really cool generation Impression. of people. Because yeah. we are not just like uh, working just so that we can make ends meet, but we are also working with this vision and with this goal. But I feel like there's an undoing when we do not, you know, when we do not channel that for, okay, so what kind of impact do you want to make? Like, uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So what kind of impact, what, looking at yourself and your gifts and your talents and your, the things that you're learning, the knowledge that you have, the things that you are passionate about, mm-hmm. what kind of impact you feel like you want to make as an individual i think healing basically mm-hmm. i feel like there's a lot of i there's a lot of brokenness and i feel like healing for me would be the impact i want to make that mm-hmm. even when i am speaking when i am resonating with people that i'm providing a source of healing so healing would be my healing yeah that my section section you know yeah yeah i want to talk to people i want to have heart to heart with people mm-hmm. i want to pour out my heart to people and mm-hmm. even in the same way that i am pouring my heart people can actually get something out of it and also understand that oh we are also human and stuff like that and yeah. i share a lot of my um experiences mm-hmm. just so that um I think people don't feel like they're the only ones who are struggling with the same thing. Cause yeah. I feel like when people share, it's when you start feeling like, oh, it's not only me. Like, yes. yeah, because then yes. there's a sort of you're not, you are the only one who's facing something, yeah. or you are in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole sharing bit is very important. And I think maybe that's why I even like I, I love books, but I also 
books that are very true storied because mm-hmm. they kind of show me that you know experiences are very similar yeah. and that's very important mm-hmm. so healing in mm-hmm. in the spaces in the people i meet in the people i interact with healing will be it yeah, yeah. oh that's that's big i think even for me i feel like that's such a big thing i don't know that i want to help people heal <laughs> I hope I can. I, yeah. I hope I can, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's a big part of what we need right now. Like it's just hey, 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 hey. our collective childhoods <laughs> as the millennials like did a number on us. Your artistic journey has carried with it I guess a lot of lessons for you just mm-hmm. from what you share. Introduce us to Venetia the artist, like the person who who has been on this journey for a while and what that has looked like for you so when i started out um so i i used to sing like in high school in primary no the funny thing about primary is i never used to sing in primary mm-hmm. but then when people would sing i would sing i think once i think in class 3 there was yeah. a choir to the echo and then we did it all those choirs yeah i think districts and then <laughs> we were eliminated but i remember i sang soprano mm-hmm. and that was really nice it was such a nice experience i used yeah. to dance actually when i was younger oh. i used to do a lot of dance <laughs> like yeah. traditional no dancing. no no like both i was just a dancer oh okay. yeah and then uh-huh. things happened <laughs> in our 20s that scared us completely and we were like you know what close that book i cannot dance we ain't gonna do this dance where <laughs> i never quite like sang anywhere I, i don't i'm not those people who are tcg i discovered my talent <laughs> <laughs> when i was when, when I, was, i was eight no mm, zero in class two <laughs> i knew <laughs> think what even triggered me was a friend of mine from primary who registered i was like on that business line and i knew very well i didn't want to do business studies <laughs> yeah but i yeah. didn't have the courage to actually go to that line until i saw my friend so i was like eh she has the courage to actually go there <laughs> oh, wow let me just go like that's but yeah, that's how i even got into like the music class at first yeah because it was always that i I don't think I'm I'm there yet. I don't mm. think what I was always second guessing myself to get to the music. Yeah. And that's even how I got into the music. I was really second guessing myself. Yeah. So then coming into this class, I think there were auditions for like now music festivals. I think that was first time going into second time so they yeah. used to like practice. Mm. So may I go for like the <laughs> the audition. Yeah. I stand there. So the song I was supposed to sing. <laughs> <laughs> Rise to date. Yeah. Um I think it was um are you going to scupper of fair parsley said rosemary and thyme remember me to one who was like it was that that sounds so sing. sweet you what song is that it, i don't even know i know it was just one of those things that you had to sing so that they can tell what was oh. your in and stuff like mm. so that's where i started And I remember there was a girl who like she just laughed at me cuz I swear I don't think <laughs> I don't think my voice was hard from like the second bench. Yeah. I was so my voice was so tiny. And I think I was so scared, intimidated. Yeah. And I didn't make it by the for choir first for one. Mm. So that was fine. And then you know you have to see people now who are going for choir yeah. practice and that was something else cuz now You're now noticing that they sing so beautifully. Ha. <laughs> 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 huh. huh. Angels. Why? <laughs> Why? Why did I do this to myself? <laughs> 
getting back into now that's when you start noticing oh come i can sing oh yeah mm-hmm. it just takes time and all this so by the time second from 2k i auditioned and i got in i yeah. was happy yeah but yeah. then again there was this lady who used to sing really well and she used to and she had a big voice mm-hmm. so every time she sings and, and i'm also in soprano she'd always be like sikoski and that used to give me another like pressure because now I, I can't bring my voice out and yeah. that was something else and I I think it also came from a place of you, you the confidence to actually do it yeah. you know hakuna and then again hakuna your backing ya anyone around you to tell you you know what you can do this yes. you can do this yes. so you're always trying to figure it out yourself yeah campus comes now when campus comes i remember 2013 we joined campus in 2013 mm. um i remember seeing auditions And I knew I wanted to sing. My goal actually for getting out was I wanted to sing and sing well. Yeah. Like I know I can sing. Now I just want to sing, sing well. Yeah. And I want to invest in my singing and all this. Mm. So that year I slept through. <laughs> <laughs> I slept through the audition day for that yeah. year. Yeah. Through the auditions, so I didn't go for any auditions, but yeah. I joined your choir, which was yeah. very interesting because yeah. then I noticed, oh yay, I actually can sing, man. Kumani mm. mekoa be putting in the work, <laughs> which was good, mm. and that was like in classical music. Yeah. Again, I feel like I always failed to take the courage actually to take on the music and take on take it fully mm. because there's always this bit of. But I'm not good enough because mm. again, when you notice there are people who actually can do it better than you. And you're not. I'm not feeding myself, and I'm not telling myself that you know, what, Venetia, you can actually do it and stuff like that. There's always a point of you just feel like you're not good enough. Yeah. So it had already started. Like you already from high school, you're already mm-hmm. feeling like oh, yeah. you're not. Yeah. Humble yourself. Standard. There's a standard. Stay humble, Venetia. That that you've just mentioned that, and that brings me to this conversation on comparison especially for us women i don't know about men i know men have their own share of drama when it comes to that mm-hmm. for hey lakini have you seen nani's car lakini have you seen for me personally um i find myself in that in, the, in that comparison river mm-hmm. taking me up and down very off guard like it's not like i'm not even thinking about it i'm not i'm just in a space and i think i'm fabulous nini and then boom there's someone who is more fabulous ah no please ah no please go home where are you from <laughs> how do you manage that space or how have you like how have you dealt with it from then and now not just musically but generally as a person i think i'm better now <laughs> given mm-hmm. what i know right now yeah um before i think everyone was always used to better than yeah. me no like i i never used to sit down and ask why because again that again um the question of why do you think this person is better mm. actually made it easier for me to just debunk that whole thing for my, for myself because every single time i put myself on that ledge of someone else is better than me yeah. and it's funny that i don't do that with friends mm-hmm. i don't do that with people that i know yeah because i know their strengths mm-hmm. and funny enough now i'm thinking fine their strengths they're so good they're all that yeah. but i never feel that point of i'm comparing myself to them especially yes. with friends it comes from people who i don't know mm-hmm. and that's now interesting because that's why they look perfect that's why they look 
Because you don't know the darkness. I don't know them. Yeah. I, see the, the, I see what they allow me to see. I see their beauty. I see everything else. But I don't see anything that they're struggling mm. with. And then I look at myself from a point of inadequacy. Now yeah. myself and I'm thinking, oh, but I'm not this. Oh, I'm not that. That's, 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 a, I don't know who posted this on this. It's must. Kate, the actress. Kate, the actress. actress. I'm like, guy, what a... She said, to stop comparing yourself with people online, people you don't know, because you're comparing your worst with their best. Because they're only showing you their best, and you are comparing that with what you know, like, is your demon, mm-hmm. which is such an undoing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was there, and I'm looking at someone, again, again, asking myself very hard questions. Mm-hmm. Why do you think this is the case yeah. mm. and you again like for me i noticed that i'm comparing myself to people who are in different spaces in life yeah. like yeah. we are not even in the same space in life probably they're better they're way ahead they're older they have mm. gone through and then again experiences are very different yeah so there's no way like i had to teach myself that people are living the experiences and you might meet them at specific periods of time and you might feel intimidated by that, yeah. but that's not them. That's now you to work out. Like it was now me to yeah. ask myself, why do I feel like this? Mm. The people who I have actually compared myself to are people who probably, again, are in the music line. That's what I noticed. Yeah. There are people who had the courage to do the things that I could not do. Mm. So I find them very intimidating. Yeah. And it's nothing to do with them. It's just me. And saying, oh my God, wow. They <laughs> oh, they're actually so took, cool. They're yeah, doing it. They're doing it. And yeah. I'm like, I'm struggling to get there. Yeah. And all this. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I'm also not looking at, probably they've had a journey that's not like mine, but they've also had a journey to be yeah. where they are. Yeah. You yeah. Know. To be able to do that. Yeah. Again, mm-hmm. it also ties down to gratitude that I don't see my wins as wins and I don't celebrate my wins. So... <sighs> Other people's wins look so big, and then mine equal to. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like, uh, mm, yeah. Everyone else is always so far ahead. Yeah. And, and then you're, you're just negative. like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> For myself, in that journey, I think it's, in, it's, it's very important that you've mentioned gratitude, even on the journey, to help you deal with comparison, is to celebrate your own small wins, to celebrate yourself. Mm-hmm. actually and i've realized that for me personally i am a very go 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 person like i don't wait me up what what is being done where okay i need to do it okay let's do it but then in some ways that has that that has been a win for me it's helped me keep doing and creating things that i love mm-hmm. but in a certain sense it's it's be, it's been a loss because I don't stop to celebrate, you know. I don't stop and say, "Oh my goodness, like that was amazing." You did a whole year you on YouTube did. consistently, Agi. and I, I don't even know you. I, I you actually, I, I bought like a T-shirt from I Am Her. Yes, like, yes, I'm yes, like, yes. Did you celebrate? Did you take yourself out? Oh, I did. I did. Oh, that was a big deal. <laughs> that was a big deal. Wow, wow, wow. That year was the year. That year was the a twenty. 2018 mm-hmm. now i want to be on that journey of stopping long enough to just be like look at you, ah! look at you girl. you're thriving <laughs> you've you've done the damn thing you know you've mm-hmm. done it and and it's it's important to celebrate yourself so thinking about your own like your own journey 
and how much you have worked through. I know that you've had a lot of resilience to keep you in this space. <laughs> They keep taking and taking and taking. Um, But what are you grateful for? Like, what's one thing or what's a moment that you are very grateful for, for having taken this journey? I think for me, the realization that I could also... I could create and I could create something mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was worthwhile. Yeah. Um, and I was like, ah, <laughs> I can write something. And mm-hmm. I think I told even Mordecai about it because he's a very silent person mm-hmm. when he teaches and his teaching is very intuitive. Or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I liked that because it's, I could repair pressure. Yeah. Because there's always pressure to, no, you know, you're in this industry, you need to make it, or you know, you're here, you know, you need to do this, you need to, your voice has to be there, your, everything has to be there. He gave me the space to be myself. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think for me, that really was what I needed in that space. And it just showed me, regardless of where everyone is, where regardless of anything, I'm grateful yeah. that I can actually say that I can write. Mm-hmm. And it is okay. Yeah. Oh, what I wrote is okay. <laughs> Yes, yes. And it's not like I say, oh, write as. He was not comparing you yeah, with anyone that was, else. That was beautiful. That was beautiful to have, just have a teacher who takes you as you. That ni mefika hapa. Yeah. That I'm like, I want to release music. Mm. Yeah. And that regardless of everything and all the directions I wanted to take, and I still want to take them, that I am. I still find ways, basically, yeah, every yeah. single time to enjoy them. And I'm grateful that at this point, I'm not going out there feeling very like I am less of an artist because of ABCD that yeah. I'm in that place yeah. of. I'm here to create mm. and I'm glad that I'm creating. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm really grateful for. <laughs> how was it to just dive into Kakusha's story and get to hear that and this journey for her that she has decided to just this journey that she's decided to share with us is such an honor it's such a blessing i am so proud to know her and to love her um and so as part of Ending this conversation, I decided to write down a blessing for Venetia as we close, but also for all of us, in uh, for all of us who find ourselves in that trap of comparison and for all of us who find ourselves trying to remain true and doing the work to heal the parts of us that have been wounded out of comparison. This is a prayer and a blessing for you. My dearest Kakusha, Who you are is a gift. Who you actually are is a gift. There's a different path for all of us. You are the picture of strength and resilience. It is an absolute honor to watch you go at your dreams so passionately. Thank you for sharing with us your story. It is indeed a testament to your becoming. As you move in the world, I pray you meet more people who recognize your uniqueness kindred spirits. When comparison knocks, I hope you look at it square in the eye and say, 
Oh no, sweetheart, the path is not mine. I only get one life and I intend to live it on my own path. I hope you stay true to your soul. I hope you never settle. And I hope you let love heal and lead you always. You are the essence of she magic. Keep glowing, keep going, and keep blessing us with your giftings. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for staying and tuning in to the end. It's an, it's an honor to work on this podcast and to have you guys actually tune in and listen. Thank you so much for being here. Until next week, remember, your feminineness is magic. You are goodness. You are goodness and grace and love. You deserve to speak and live in your truth. Take care of yourselves. I'm your host, Agi Olo, and this has been She Magic.